Hello, my name is John Bedrozik. I'm the co-founder of Homesada, and you are listening to the App Guy podcast. The App Guy podcast, straight from your host, Paul, the App Guy, sharing his app entrepreneur journey with you for your enjoyment. And now, Paul, the App Guy. Welcome to episode 472 of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host. It's Paul Kemp. This is a massive guest I've got lined up for you today. Massive, because if you're in the startup world, if you're trying to seek funding or if you're trying to get your business off the ground, this is the guy you need to go to. I mean, this is the MD of tech stars. They are huge when it comes to creating big companies, successful companies. We've had past tech stars on this show, and now we're going straight to the top with the MD of tech stars. It's a fascinating discussion. We talk about tech startups. We talk about AI and some other future trends like VR and AR. It is Eamon Carey. He is the MD of Techstars. But before I go into the episode with my chat with Eamon, but first, let me thank my sponsors. I've got a new sponsor. It's Brand Bucket. This is a really important domain to go to, brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. That's brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. Let me tell you about Brand Bucket. This is a new sponsor. They are supporting this show and I am thrilled because it's highly, highly relevant. Here we are talking to the MD of Techstars. It's a tech startup discussion and one of the hardest things I've discovered when interviewing all these different uh, guests and founders is actually getting the name and getting the domain name, having all the social media feeds and having a logo created. Why not just cut all that out and just go to Brand Bucket, brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. I'm going to go into more details about this. You'll hear more about this, but for now, let me just introduce them and thank Brand Bucket for supporting this show. Also, I want to thank TopTal as toptal.com forward slash Paul, all lowercase. TopTal is a network of the world's best developers and designers, and these are people that have been rigorously vetted before they're even allowed to join the TopTal network. So when you get to work with your developer or your designer, you know that you're in safe hands because these are the best developers and designers in the world. They have gone through this rigorous process. Uh, So for now, go to toptal.com forward slash Paul, toptal.com forward slash Paul, and I'll be telling you more about TopTal and how they've helped businesses out later on. And now let's get back to this great episode with uh, Techstars MD, Eamon Carey. Welcome to another episode of the App Guy podcast. I'm your host, it's Paul Kemp. This is the show where we go and, and try to find the best people that can in- introduce us to the whole world of startups, uh, incubators, uh, accelerators, anything that we could do uh, that gives us an awesome life in, in this whole startup technology world. So to do this, I've got actually the best person to do this. It's uh, Eamon Kerry. He is the MD uh, at Techstars, and it's on the back of a, a previous chat that we had with his predecessor, John Bradford. So uh, Eamon, and welcome to the App Guy podcast. Thank you. It's a pleasure to be here. Pleasure to have you on. Uh, well, first of all, let's talk about you. You mentioned in our pre-chat that John was the inspiration that helped you get into um, the, the whole thing, Techstars. T- tell us about that. Sure. So I um, 
I've been involved in kind of tech startups and have had a, a couple of my own for, for the last kind of 10 or 10 or 11 years. Um, and I was talking to a couple of different uh, startups here in, in London about four or five years ago, one uh, in particular called TasteBuds, uh, which was co-founded by a, an Irish guy. And they'd gone through a program called Springboard up in Cambridge, which uh, John Bradford had been running just, just prior to, to starting Techstars here in, in Europe. And so when I was talking to them, they said, oh, you should you know talk to John. He's, he's starting this Techstars thing here in, in Europe. And I'd always been interested in startups. I love the idea of kind of mentorship-driven accelerator programs because when I started my first company, there were no mentors or advisors or at least none that you would trust as far as you could throw them um, <laughs> and so and there were a lot of there were a lot of sketchy people around in the in the 2000s right who would look for you know five percent of your company for making some intros and, and all this kind of stuff so they told me get in touch with john so so i sent him an email and said look you know i love what what you guys are doing at TechStars. i think it's brilliant i think it's going to be amazing for for europe and um he he said look come in let's have a chat and uh, i went in met him and uh, ended up mentoring on on that first uh, london program and subsequently on all the other london programs and then on programs in berlin and then on fintech programs and so that was the kind of the the start of it all was was that email conversation with uh, with john who was who's kind enough to to invite me in and um yeah ever since then i've been been kind of involved both as a mentor and then into uh, an entrepreneur in residence role uh, about a year ago, a year and a half ago, uh, and then the opportunity came up to to be the the MD on this new connection program out in out in New York. So yeah, John's definitely been the the catalyst for for a lot of this, and um, you know, I'm incredibly incredibly grateful for that. And he's he's quite a character. It's uh, it's quite good fun to get to hang out with him every so often as well. Well, anyone who hasn't heard that episode, it is episode 372 of the App Guy podcast, which can be found can be found at theappguy.co. So worth a listen. So, Eamon, then uh, any anyone who's listening to this uh, who may be tempted to apply for TechStars, what is it you do, and uh, I guess what uh, types of people apply to be, become uh, you know TechStars? So, I think we we help companies grow and, and scale is, is kind of the fundamental thing that we do. So, you know, we, we help businesses uh, achieve a whole heap of things in a very short period of time. And so Techstars is kind of a mentorship-driven accelerator program. And in a nutshell, we invest in companies, we put them in an environment for three months where we introduce them to lots and lots of really incredible mentors, advisors, people who can help them with everything from their legals and accountancy right the way through to UX and UI design or development or PR and marketing or partnerships and you know individuals that can help them with introductions, with investment, etc. Uh, and we really, over that three-month period, help them you know scale the business or answer some very specific questions that they have about that company through mentorship, through kind of focus on product and traction and, and through a focus on kind of storytelling and, and pitching. Um, and so we invest in all sorts of companies from, you know, companies that are still, the idea is almost wet on the back of the napkin still, uh, right the way through to, you know, we've, we've got a company going through one of the programs in the US at the moment who've, who've raised over $20 million in funding. And so we have companies who come in who need help with a whole bunch of, of different things, whether it's, you know, scaling into a new market or growing their market share or figuring out how to, you know, PR or market their startup. So companies come in with, with fundamental questions to answer and, and, and we help them answer them. And then we also work on, on kind of vertical specific programs. So we have a partnership with Barclays running fintech programs, um, 
and so companies there, you know, are very focused on kind of getting into the fintech industry. They maybe need a partnership with the banks, or they need a you know some very specific introductions or, or a network within that industry. So we help them uh, with that, and then you know the program that I'm running, we have a, a partnership with AB InBev, who are the world's biggest brewery, and again, they've got so many different touch points from logistics and agriculture through to sponsorship and actually physically selling product to people. You know, there's a lot of different ways that they can help businesses expand, scale, you know, grow their, grow their user numbers or grow their revenues or, um, you know, get, get fit for investment. So you know, really it's, it's all about helping companies achieve the things that they want to achieve, uh, maybe in a quicker time span than they would, you know, would previously have been the, the case if they didn't, uh, if they didn't come in and, and work with us. Yeah, Eamon, well, actually, we've had a few uh, past episodes with Techstars uh, founders. And uh, actually, for anyone who wants to go and see that, I'll put a link in the show notes. There's a whole uh, series of Techstars interviews I've had. Uh, but uh, the I'm really interested in the, the types of uh, companies that join you. Do they have to be kind of fully fledged uh, companies that are, already have some kind of funding? Tell us about the state of companies when, when they actually do start your, your program. Sure. So uh, with with Techstars, they kind of um, we talk a lot about you know providing companies with uh, guidance and help and, and acceleration from from inspiration to to IPO, and so you know we run everything from from Startup Weekend and Startup Next, where in Startup Weekend's case, it's it's frequently people who are just coming together with ideas or maybe people who don't even have ideas that want to join a team um, right the way through to kind of investing in, in later stage companies like like Uber or Twilio or, or those those types of companies. The companies that come specifically onto the, the kind of Techstars accelerator programs like the one that I'm running, um, it, it, it depends on the individual. So in some cases, we've had people who've come in where you know they've they've only got a couple of of mock-ups you know they've they've got some uh designs put together and a, a really good idea but they've got maybe some incredible domain expertise in in fintech and so you know that you know with the right cto or the right kind of acceleration or the right partners on board that they can build something incredible uh we've also had teams who've who've come in who've had kind of 20 plus members of staff and you know have have raised rounds of of funding but but need kind of more specific help with partnerships or with international growth or with with scaling or you know one or one or more of 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 those types of of questions so you know, really, we we have everything from super super early stage companies right the way through to uh, companies who are who are way more developed and have, have maybe been in the market for for a year or, or more. And actually, that balance is is really nice because not only do they get you know the the benefit of working with the kind of mentors and the network that we have within TechStars or within the kind of corporates that we partner with, but actually the kind of dynamic between early stage, mid stage, and and later stage teams within. The program is is really interesting because they kind of learn from their peers as much as they they learn from from everyone else. So we're pretty stage agnostic when it comes to to investing in companies. I mean, fundamentally, the thing that we look at is you know, and, and we talk about it a lot. It's like you know, team, 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 uh, product, market, idea. And so the the fundamental thing that that we're looking for is a uh, you know an amazing team that you know has very complementary skill sets or has kind of deep uh, experience of of working with one another, deep domain expertise or, or knowledge. Um, so really that's what we're looking for, you know, incredible people tackling, you know, really interesting or, or, or big problems that we can look at and go, wow, you know, if we can connect you with these mentors or with these partners, actually your chances of success or your ability to kind of 
tackle this problem in a more coherent or potentially more successful way is is significantly enhanced. So, you know, the team is the, the big thing that we look for and whether they're, um, you know, still working from a, a park bench or in someone's back garden, which is where my first company started, <laughs> or whether they're working, you know, in a, a corner office in a in a WeWork, it's it's you know we're we're totally open to to any of those to any of those options, and and anywhere in the world too. I think you know we've had teams come in from from all over the the world. So I think that's the other big one is, you know, we don't just invest in UK, European, or, or US teams. You know, we've had teams come in from um, pretty much every corner of the world that you can uh, that you can think of. That's wonderful. Let's help a few people out then. And especially, I do have a lot of people listening uh, who commute to work in in a traditional corporate job, say, and uh, get excited about the idea of uh, pursuing an idea that they may have or or getting into the startup world. What's the best thing you could advise anyone who is in a, uh, let's say, a nine to five job, let's call it that, uh, you know, in terms of uh, helping them give themselves the skills that they'll need to become uh, like a, a founder or a CEO of their own company? So I think there's there's a bunch of things. So I think the, the biggest thing that I would say to people is like read and listen to as much stuff as you can. You know, there's there's tons and tons of, of incredible books out there. You know, The Hard Thing About Hard Things. There's Venture Deals by Brad Fell. There's, you know, lots and lots of books out there about being a startup founder, uh, disrupted one that Dan Lyons wrote recently about his time at HubSpot was was particularly entertaining. So there's lots of books out there where you can you know read a lot of lessons learned from from various different people. You know there's lots and lots of of blogs out there and news sites, whether it be you know TechCrunch or Mashable or The Next Web or Tech.eu, where you can kind of find out about interesting companies in 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 your part of the world or in you know specific verticals you're interested in. You know listen to to podcasts. You know this podcast is an incredible resource of of founders, of VCs, of investors who can kind of share their expertise and, and their journey. Um, you know, and there's there's lots and lots of other podcasts and, and video series out there that people can can engage with. And I think engaging then is the next big thing. You know, I mean if you're in London or New York or Norwich or Dublin or anywhere, you know, there's there's gonna be meetups, there's gonna be events happening, there's gonna be, you know, talks and you know, if you just go to meetup.com or if you, you know, look around on, on Twitter or do searches on, on Facebook for events, you'll find that there are lots and lots of, of different types of events happening on an on an ongoing basis. And I mean, if you're a fan of free pizza and beer, uh, it can be a particularly beneficial uh, way to, to spend your evenings. Although I recommend <laughs> taking, like, do jog in between the uh, the free pizza and beer every so often. I don't want to be responsible for an increase in, uh, in obesity. <laughs> but there's lots and lots of, of events that you can go to. And, and if you've kind of got specific ideas, then, you know, one of the issues that I hear a lot when people are thinking of starting a company or are looking for a, a co founder is, well, I don't know any technical co-founders or I don't know, you know, how to find a designer or, you know, I don't know how to kind of find, uh, you know, co-founders for my business. I would take a look at, uh, just do a Google search for Startup Weekend uh, and you will find, you know, lots and lots of entries for for different Startup Weekends around, around the globe, right? I mean, there's there's typically one every two or three months uh, in London, and, and you know we we run them in hundreds of of cities around the world. And what Startup Weekend is is, as the name suggests, it's a group of people coming together over a weekend 
to start a company. And so what happens is people go in uh, on the first evening, on the Friday evening, you have pitches where people with ideas stand up and go, hey, I've got this great idea. It's Uber for dog walking. Um, and I'm looking for a co you know, a technical co-founder and a designer to help me build it. And so typically you'll have kind of six to 10 people standing up and pitching their idea. And then teams coalesce around you know, the ideas that they really like. So what you'll find is actually that's a great way to kind of get to know developers or designers and also it's a great way to validate your idea because if you stand up and pitch your uber for dog walking and then you kind of stand forlornly in a corner while all the developers go and uh, decide to join another team uh, then maybe that's validation in and of itself but it's a that's a great way to meet kind of technical talent co-founders engineers the you know designers um, business development marketing people etc so startup weekend is a is an incredible resource uh, that people should definitely tap into and you know all of those events that are happening and you know if people want to kind of get a, a feel for what it's like to kind of work in a startup or in a kind of accelerator environment uh, we run a program called Techstars Associates which is for people who have either just graduated college or who are taking their kind of first steps in uh, the tech industry or who are interested in joining the tech industry where they come in they work kind of for for the three or four months of the Techstars program that we're running and they help the 10 companies that are going through um, and we typically kind of look for you know two or three people who have development uh, skills or, or engineering skills we look for a couple of designers and and then we also look for people who have kind of more general business uh, business development marketing sales PR skills to come in and what we've had there are a lot of people who've kind of are looking to or who have just transitioned out of uh, corporate jobs and are looking to kind of engage with the startup community or looking to you know maybe take their their first job with a with a startup so you know you can take a look at techstars.com forward slash associates and there's there's loads of examples uh, in there of, of people who've uh, moved on from corporate jobs come in worked at uh, techstars and ended up either founding their own company um, and going down that road or or joining one of the techstars companies or you know in many cases the associates have gone on to to work within techstars or within within venture capital so there's lots of of options in terms of uh in terms of getting engaged with the community but certainly i would say like read listen uh engage and, and just go and talk to as as many people as possible because i think one of the big things about this world and, and being an entrepreneur and one of the great joys of watching the industry develop over the last kind of 10 or 12 years is like people are really really open now People are much more open about talking to people, about chatting through ideas, about helping one another out and making introductions. Like it's a very friendly community, and that's true whether you're in Dublin or Dubai or you know Des Moines, Iowa. It's uh, it, you can talk to people who are kind of in startups, and in my experience, they're very extremely helpful and, and open to helping people out. So you know, just just engage, and I think you'll you'll start to uh, reap the rewards pretty quickly. Well, Eamon, I love that. Uh, loads I've learned from you uh, in terms of uh, networking. And uh, given that you are now, you know, Tech Stars does have technology and stars in the, in the title. This is a show about technology. I'd love to get your views on some of the latest technology. And, and we know that sometimes we have to try to avoid the hype and, and, and figure out what, what is going to be the next few, you know big thing. But in your view, what? Uh, in terms of technology, what are the most exciting fields you're seeing develop right now that have a very th solid future? So I think, I mean, the, the UK has, has very firmly established itself as, as probably one of the, the leading global centres for 
artificial intelligence and, and machine learning. You know, we've had the, the DeepMind acquisition, the SwiftKey acquisition. We had Magic Pony um, being bought by, by Twitter uh, yesterday. So, you know, I think artificial intelligence and, and machine learning are, are hugely exciting. I think people have gone a little bit over the top with this idea of conversational commerce and, you know, being able to have a, you know, conversation with, uh, you know, whatever an e-commerce platform or order soap uh, by talking to to the speakers in your house like i think it's really interesting i think there's there are some practical questions that still need to be answered but the broader kind of ai and machine learning piece i think is is hugely exciting and will have incredible impacts i mean i've i spent a lot of time talking to educational technology companies and you know the potential there for ai and, and machine learning is is absolutely enormous so i'm I'm excited by that. I'm also in the slightly kind of nervy camp about some of the longer term ramifications of, of artificial intelligence. I'm not necessarily in the tinfoil hat. Uh, Skynet uh, is coming. Today, <laughs> but I think, I think there are some existential questions that will be raised about the nature of, of work and what we do and how we do it over the next kind of 10 years. That'll be, be really interesting. I had a conversation with someone recently, which was uh, I wonder if the, the best uh, job in the world or the best college course you could take at the moment is like, just study philosophy and ethics and kind of become the the world's leading philosopher around AI, machine learning, the future of work and all of these things because I think there's a lot of very fundamental questions about who we are that, that we'll need to address. So so that area I'm, I'm really excited by. Um, yeah, yeah, just before you switch off AI, I mean, you have to, uh, I guess, assume that the AI explosion is going to affect a lot of jobs. And I'm almost thinking uh, that the first one could be uh, a podcast interviewer. I mean, you can get a lot better <laughs> questions from uh, interviewing uh, with AI. It's, it's interesting because we, we've had kind of um, robo-journalism for the, the last couple of years. And there are times when you kind of look at it and go, Actually, it's it's you know almost indistinguishable from um, from some journalism. But I mean, I started out as a journalist, so that's slightly terrifying to me to think that you know a profession that I studied in college fifteen years ago is you know could all but disappear. But I think you know it's the commodity-driven stuff. I think will be uh, the first to go. So kind of you know basic news reporting and that side of things. I think actually opinion podcasting, you know, video that side of things where there's still a lot depends on personality uh i think you know ai is is amazing it will be incredible but it's it's a long way away from being the type of person or entity or whatever you want to describe it as that you kind of want to hang out with i think the cool thing about podcasts and and you know the cool thing about opinion writers in in newspapers or, or you know online sites is in a lot of cases you kind of you know listen to the podcast or you read the article that they write and go i'd love to have a beer or a glass of wine with that person and actually talk about it with them and we haven't gotten to the point where i thought you know i'd love to sit next to a, a very warm ibm watson main <laughs> <laughs> and kind of drink a glass of wine and look at its blinking lights. Um, so we've, I think there's 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 hope for humanity yet, but I think it'll be our personalities that uh, that that save us uh, more than than anything else. Yeah, and Eamon, actually, this is a show that we love to come up with ideas, and you've just given me a great idea where we do need a, a podcast of uh, you know different types of AI interviewing each other. So uh, having. <laughs> Siri interview uh, Alexa and Cortina and you know yeah that could be some legs in there well I hope you're enjoying this episode with Eamon Carey but let me just take this opportunity now to thank my sponsors so I have a new sponsor let me talk about this sponsor because it's an important one and highly relevant to this chat this episode in fact the whole podcast series and we know having chatted with hundreds of founders that actually the hardest thing is finding a company name it's really hard nowadays and finding 
a company name that somebody else hasn't taken is totally tough. In fact, a name that actually is legally allowed by you to own. Uh, finding the logo is really tough. Finding the domain is really tough. So what if instead of spending all your time when you're getting started trying to find the perfect name, you just go to one place and they sort this whole branding thing out for you. You know, branding actually is a business that can cost tens of thousands, but you're just a startup, right? You're just working on your own and you can't afford that type of money. It's way too expensive. So don't spend that money when you're getting started. And you don't want to waste your time as well, trying to go through, you know, go onto forums, working out if the domain's gone, you find one you really love and then it's owned by somebody and you have to then negotiate. Why not just go find a great name, a great logo, all in one place. Now I'm going to mention a name to you, which is Matamark, and that is a past client of Brand Bucket. In fact, Matamark is wildly popular and they got their name from Brand Bucket. And if you're listening to me, and you have a new project, go check out brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. That's all lowercase, brandbucket.com forward slash app guy. You're going to see loads of logos, domain names, everything's included just for one price. And they allow you to get your company started right. And if you go to brandbucket.com forward slash app guy, they will give you a $75 Envato gift card with every purchase because they want to encourage more apps to tribe listeners like us to sign up so go check them out even if you just want to browse in the search bar and check out creatively inspired names so that's brandbucket.com forward slash app guy all lowercase and thank you thank you brand bucket for deciding to support this podcast this podcast is also sponsored by toptal now toptal have a lot of clients going to them and essentially they are the trusted advisor because the clients will say something like hey, we're looking for this sort of person, or we need to augment our team, or we need the right person who can pick up this project and just run with it. And they come to TopTal, trusting that TopTal are going to find an ideal person for them. It's like being able to come to TopTal and just hand off everything you need with regards to a great developer or a great designer in your project that you're working on. So they get lots of clients just going to them and just handing off all the projects that need doing. And they will know that TopTal will find a trusted, great developer. And it's not really a case of simply hand-holding. It's more of a case that they're a concierge sort of a deal. Because from the client's perspective, when you look at how they look at value, time is one of the very biggest concerns. And when you're working with a startup or an enterprise, one theme that remains constant throughout. And that theme is talent is really hard to find. I mean, you, if you're a long-term listener of this show, you'll know that, right? So when you go to TopTal, they will typically find a person for you within two weeks. And when you look at a normal recruiting process, even for an enterprise company that has a huge recruiting staff and numerous outside recruiting agencies at their disposal, it might be looking at two months to find great people to bring onto their team. And TopTal are able to do that in two weeks or less. And you know, many of their clients see profiles of developers or designers within 24 hours. So to go through their process and to be introduced to some great developers and great designers, go to toptal.com forward slash pool. toptal.com forward slash pool. If you use that link, you will get access to their up to two week risk-free trial. 
It's totally risk-free. They will pay the costs of the developer or designer if it isn't a good fit, and they will then get you set up with someone else. It's an incredible network, an incredible community. I'm a big fan, and thank you, TopTal, for supporting the show. And now let's get back to this great episode with uh, Techstars MD, Eamon Carey. Um, There's definitely something there. Yeah. So, and you, sorry, you were going on to mention about another um, big uh, theme in technology right now. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I'm, I'm incredibly excited by um, VR and, and AR. So, I mean, I'm a child of the 80s and, and, and 90s. And, you know, I remember reading kind of computer and video games magazine um, and lots of those kind of, uh, you know, gaming magazines back in the day. And people were talking about, you know, virtual reality. And um, there were some kind of early attempts at very basic uh, headsets in the, the kind of 90s and, and early 2000s, which were, were frankly pretty awful. Um, but when I tried the Oculus for the first time and the, the HTC Vive and the the um samsung gear like it's genuinely transformative it's it's one of the best kind of computer experiences that i've had in my lifetime you know it's up there when i discovered the internet or discovered irc or got my first iphone or you know started kind of engaging on on all of these different channels um so i think vr and and you know probably more quickly ar are going to be huge i think you know the idea that VR as a kind of mass consumer tool is going to be big in the short term is is probably slightly misguided. I mean, I think it's still extremely expensive to buy a computing rig that's powerful enough to run VR. Um, I do see a resurgence in the idea of the old-fashioned games arcades, right? Because if you can, you know, get a bunch of, of VR machines together in a room and network them and allow people to play, you know, games or have kind of experiences within them, then that's kind of cool. I think VR is a consumer tool. Like with, uh, I think we're probably three years or, or more away from, you know, my wife and I sitting in our living room with two bricks strapped to our face uh, <laughs> on a kind of Tuesday evening. Um, so I think that's that's a little bit further away. But the, the actual experience of VR is genuinely, you know, for anyone who hasn't tried it, I seriously recommend you go out and actually, you know, strap the brick to your face, get over the embarrassment factor, because it is genuinely, genuinely, genuinely the most amazing experience I've had in, in a very long time. And I think alongside that kind of augmented reality is is starting to have its a little bit more of its of its moment. There's some there's some kind of cool stuff uh, happening in that world. And I'll be interested to see what Snapchat do with their kind of hardware sunglasses that that, that we've been kind of seeing snippets of over the the last while. So so that's another area I think is is huge. I think you know blockchain. There's there's tons of uh, potential there. And and one thing I should mention actually, just going back to the AI side, I met a company at Pioneers in Vienna recently uh, called uh, Viv, uh, V I V, um, who are probably the most exciting company I've seen in, in quite a long time. So they have one of those kind of conversational interfaces like Siri or Cortana or, or you know, um, Amazon Alexa, etc. Uh, but it actually kind of works for complex queries uh, and complex statements. And so I think those guys are, are definitely ones to watch. Like I kind of... Um, slightly tipsily was asking if I could invest in that company on the uh, on a bus trip back from an event like I, that, that that's something that that's got me really really excited the ability to kind of have a um a more coherent personal 
assistant that can understand uh, complex queries rather than one that just kind of does very basic stuff. Um, but yeah, those are those are all areas that I'm that I'm excited by. But then I also think you know we, we're still only scratching the surface with a lot of the you know applications that we have and a lot of the kind of areas that we've touched. You know, the consumer market. Yes, there's lots of apps. There's lots of B two B stuff. But you look at kind of education, or you look at agriculture, you look at government, you look at, you know, uh, medicine, legal systems, etc. There's just so many areas that are still only starting to be kind of transformed by software and by technology. So, you know, I'm incredibly bullish on, on uh, tech in, in general, but, but definitely is kind of uh, for my household, like, I kind of want to go to a VR arcade in, in London or New York pretty soon. I think that'd be like amazing. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. I can't wait for that. And uh, I've just actually uh, received an, uh, the Amazon Echo, which is uh, pr- primarily for the US, but uh, it, it's uh, wonderful to walk in and start talking to your house. Uh, it's really fun. Uh, it's we're, li- we're living in the future right it's it's kind of like uh okay we didn't get the flying cars from the jetsons but i can come in and like order soap or have a conversation <laughs> like tell the house to turn my music up or down um you know i mean these are these are little incremental steps on the way to uh to something that's that's much much cooler in uh in a couple of years time absolutely so this has been a lot of fun i've, I've really enjoyed going through and learning so much from you amen what is the best way people can uh, get in touch with you or reach out what, what's the best way of connecting um, I'm I'm pretty active on Twitter, so if people want to find me, it's uh, at Eamon Carey, uh, E A M O N N C A R E Y, uh, Irish names. We've got a lot of a lot of vowels in them, so it's always better to to spell it out. Uh, so so definitely find me on Twitter. Uh, come find me on on LinkedIn. Um, you know most of those kind of social channels, I'm pretty pretty easy to find and. Um, it's it's pretty easy to, to find me on, on techstars.com as well. Just just take a look for the, the connection program or, or search for my name and you'll find a bunch of blog posts. Um, and if you're really tricky, you should be able to guess my uh, email address pretty easily off the back of that as well. Great. Thanks ever so much, Eamon, for coming on the AppGuide podcast. And uh, I really uh, look forward to all those things coming true for the uh, future of technology. Thanks a million for your time. And uh, yeah, definitely. Let's, let's do an episode in the VR arcade sometime soon. If you are a creator like me, and like so many of the app developers that we have on this show, uh, the entrepreneurs, the people that actually bring the world some awesome apps, if you have found one of those apps as a result of this show, and if you've used it and it's really had an impact on you, then I feel that we need to let the founders know, uh, the creators know about their work. And so what I propose is that uh, you send me uh, a one minute audio clip uh, that you can record. If you need to use an app, you can use uh, Orphonic to record that and then upload it to Google Drive or SoundCloud and then send it to me. Uh, It's a one minute audio clip of you just expressing how much joy this app has brought to you. I will then uh, send it in a note to the uh, founder and uh, the you know it could be a previous guest on my show or it can be uh, someone that uh, would just mention their app but I feel that we need to do more of this because uh, as creators as uh, people that are producing uh, content for the world then there's nothing better than uh, actually getting some really positive feedback much more than money uh, it's uh, You'll understand what I mean when uh, you know I say when you create more than you, you consume, uh, that you are actually just looking for some really good uh, feedback on what you're putting out there. So it does bring a lot of joy and happiness. I've seen it before. Um, people have mentioned to me uh, from startup companies where 
the, the biggest joy is that they've seen someone using their app and they um, they get some positive feedback. So uh, let's let's help other creators uh, in the world. But, uh, do email me. It's paul at theappguy.co. Paul at theappguy.co. Email me your message and uh, let's uh, make some founders happy around the world.